And when you compare yourself so much to what other people that you think you're supposed to be like are, then any originality that you could bring to the table is squashed because you think they're not doing it. You are looking at other people and trying to copy it or fit yourself into what someone else's passion is that you're gonna miss it. That's Harper and Gracie of Girl Creative Co. And this is the Powerful Ladies Podcast. Hey guys, I'm your host, Kara Duffy, and this is the Powerful Ladies Podcast, where I invite my favorite humans, the awesome, the up to something, and the extraordinary to come and share their story. I hope that you'll be left entertained, inspired, and moved to take action towards living your most powerful life. Harper and Gracie are the energetic, optimistic, and talented co-founders of Girl Creative Co., a design, branding, visual merchandising, and website creation company based in Georgia. Essentially, anything you need to do visually to tell your story, they can help you with. When I stumbled upon their Instagram and then their website, I immediately knew I wanted to get to know these women. On this episode, we talk about how finding your career home can be super fast or take a winding road. We discuss the sad truths of brand bullying and how coming together as a collaborating team or as a group of powerful women can change everything for you, your business, and the world. All that and so much more coming up, but first. If you're interested in discovering what possibilities and businesses are available for you to create and to live your most fulfilling life, please visit thepowerfulladies.com forward slash coaching and sign up for a free coaching consultation with me. There is no reason to wait another day to not be living your best life when you instead could be running at full speed towards your wildest dreams today. Well, thank you guys so much for being a yes to the Powerful Ladies podcast. We are, we are pumped. We're so excited. Well, I would love to start by let's introduce who you guys are and what you're up to to everyone listening. Okay, so I'm Harper. Um, I'm one half of the Girl Creative team. And I have been doing graphic design and a bunch of different things that fall under the creative umbrella for about 10 years now. Um, and I started Girl Creative with Gracie, my biz partner, um, in July of last year. And we hit the ground running for real and we have huge dreams and big ideas and a lot of, um, I would just say like spunk and charisma for what's going on in the creative community right now. And so, um, like I said, we hit the ground running and every day is different and every day we're growing and we're just trying to kind of um, keep up with everything and we're pumped about our growth. We are. And I'm Gracie. I'm the other half of Girl Creative, the taller half. <laughs> she makes me look like a No, but just going off what Harper said, we started this back in July and I am 10 years younger than Harper, but you know, so I have way less experience. But also, I think the biggest thing is. We've known each other for a long time. Like our lives have been intertwined through so many stages of life. And so it was just kind of, it wasn't an easy decision to start Girl Creative, but it was just kind of like, well, why would we not? And we really have been like, just, I don't know. We're still figuring out every single day, but we, the, the work's flowed in. Yeah. And it's been, it's been great. Um, but What's been really crazy is that Gracie and I, 
I actually used to work at a church and I was Gracie's youth leader way back in the day. And we just always, even though she, like us, like she was saying, was 10 years younger than me, we just always kind of had this really cool chemistry and just like, I would be so excited to see her. And then she was my kid's babysitter. And we've just always had a super similar design aesthetic and just been similar people. Um, and Gracie went to school for marketing and I was in a place with my current job that I was ready to kind of break free and have a little more freedom and um, more companionship with what I was doing. And Gracie was looking for something that was uh, more in line with what she was passionate about. And it just, and I, I kind of threw it out there. I'm like, Gracie, we should do this business together. And it kind of, it, it just all felt super right. And within about two to three weeks yeah. of the first conversation, we made our Instagram name, we made our logo, and we're just like, let's do it, let's go. And for everyone who's now curious, what does Girl Creative do? So we were really intentional with our name, mm -hmm. um, Girl Creative, because Gracie and I both just have a passion for creating things and for colors and for encouraging and for happiness and for anything that kind of falls under that marketing umbrella. Mm -hmm. Um, and we didn't want to pigeonhole ourselves into something that was um, just marketing or just PR. So we kept it clear with Girl Creative, kept it open, I guess you should say. And then um, we we primarily do branding and identity. We do a lot of um, content creation for Instagrams. We do um, installations in people's storefronts. We do marketing collateral, whether it's stationery or posters. Um, and then we do websites as well. And I would say the thing that kind of makes us different is that we hone in a lot to what our client wants. And then we look at them and we don't just say, we don't sell everyone a website. We don't sell everyone an Instagram. We look at them and we say, this is what's going to help your business grow. And then we give them a specialized custom idea of what they need. And so it's been really fun because we get to be creative, even with the packages we offer, even with the services and our approach. So that is what Girl Creative does. And um, some clients need every single thing we offer and some just need one. And that's kept our day-to-day -day really versatile and, and different and creative and we've loved it. Do you work with only female clients or do you have a mix? No, we have a mix. And I think that's kind of what we've uh, figured out over the past, I guess, what has July been? Eight months? Yeah. I don't even know. I can't believe <laughs> we're in March 2020. A lot of months, lot it feels like. It, it really <laughs> does. But I think that's the biggest thing is we are so diverse. We are in a smaller town. We're um, in North Georgia. And so I think for the, like, the beginning, we're like, all right, we're going to hold into this local market and we're going to figure out because we have... I like, we like to say we're a big, small town. Like we have a lot of entrepreneurs and we have a lot of people that um, have really cool stuff going on in Dalton. And so we've leaned into a lot of that. And, but also we've, we've spread through other markets. And that's the biggest thing is like, we work with super like structured business, like law firm type, to super yep. creative, to restaurants, yep. to um, authors, um, super cool things. And um, I think that's the biggest thing is, Every day is different because all of our clients are so diverse. And I think that's one of the factors that what we love so much about. Right. Creative. And what's been really cool, too, is that we are in a smaller town. I mean, we have we have clients in New York. We have clients in California. Yeah. Like, we've got a lot of clients in different places. But what's been neat is that Gracie and I decided to, home, like, to really lean into the fact that it was two girls, that we were going to do this together, and, and that we're not ashamed of being um, – not, I mean, yes, we would say we are professional, but we're also excitable and yeah. we're passionate and we're fun and 
we like to really get to know our clients. And um, I think that just kind of coming out of the gate, being girl creative, um, we knew that some people might have pushback, just that we weren't going to be as, you know, professional as your normal, you know, marketing creative firm. But we really loved that. And we thought that maybe that would help our clients um, or prospective clients know who we were. And I think that's been a really cool thing to see so many people lean into that with us rather than be afraid that we're saying we're two girls who love this. We love color. We love happiness. We love figuring out who you are yeah. and who your brand is. We want to figure this out together. Um, and so that was definitely, a, that was a risk putting, putting that name out there, but it's, it seemed to um, have a pretty good reward so far. What do you say? Like when we hire a boy one day, we'll be like, oh, we'll figure that out. When we get that. <laughs> when we get well, I now think that your website is the gold standard for what I think all websites should elude from an energy perspective. You know, I, there's so many clients that I work with on the business coaching side that really struggle with being themselves in what they're creating. And it is so clear to me on your website, who you guys are, what matters to you, the energy level that you're going to bring to a project. And we're currently redoing my coaching website. And I'm like, guys, like it needs to feel like this. <laughs> and I'm pointing at your website. Um, so I just love it. Like even the colors that you guys have chosen, like the pictures on the stairs, like that color palette is my color palette. I'm like, look, they figured it out. That's the palette. And I have a piece of art like that I have kept photographing to put into my brand brief. And it's those exact same colors. Oh, that's awesome. Well, the cool thing there is that I think Gracie and I both really um, kind of gravitate towards people and projects that are authentic. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, you people, people are perceptive and people have... Um, a lot of, what's the word I always say you have, Gracie? Within the discernment. Discernment. <laughs> and I'm, I'm the one out of the two of us that like, I jump in head first and I just go for it. And I'm like, yes, like bring the passion. Gracie has more of the, yes, oh it's awesome, but let's figure it out first. And so we're, we have a really good team mentality, but I, I do know one of our main points when we started Girl Creative was that we wanted to be authentically ourselves. And if it was a business we were going to start together and it was just the two of us, then why would we do it any other way mm -hmm. and let's have fun with it. And this is going to be what we do in our day job. And we, we want to be able to walk into our office, the space that we create and the space that we meet clients at and the space that's supposed to reflect what we do to be colorful and exciting and happy and energetic. Cause those are values that um, Gracie and I both have yeah. personally. And we wanted our business to reflect that as well. So it makes us so happy when we hear that somebody goes to our website and gives those vibes, because that's definitely what, um, went into creating it. Yeah, definitely. Did you guys always think that you would be entrepreneurs? I don't know. No, I mean, I come from a family. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll start with this. I'm gonna let Harper finish it. Um, of entrepreneurs, like my dad's. He's somebody I, I look up to in a sense, and he had so many jobs throughout heart. I'm like, I can't believe so many random jobs, even from like multi level to like selling countertops to selling water water filters. Um, so I've always been in that like entrepreneur and then he finally started his own business basically. Um, so I've always like, I grew up in that realm of like starting your own business. Yeah, there's benefits, but I also saw the struggles of like my dad was, he traveled throughout the week. And so I saw that my mom took care of three young girls by herself and like, you know, I don't have kids, but moms, they're the uh, real MVPs like Harper. Like she is a badass working mom. 
excuse my language, you know, but uh, <laughs> she is, and it, it is hard. And even my sis, my older sister Taylor, she paints on the side, and so she's got a side hustle along with a full time job. And then I have a middle sister who is a photographer. She does it full time. She's a wedding photographer. She's an entrepreneur. And then me, I went to school at a local community college and was kind of like, I don't know what I want to do with my life, but I'll figure it out. And I always knew that like hard work was instilled in me, and I knew I wanted to do something business minded. And I guess I just didn't really realize that I had creativity in me. You know what I mean? Until you kind of like have things in your life that like bring it out. And I think I did a website for a buddy and I was like, oh, I'm pretty, you know, it looks pretty good. <laughs> or he liked it at least. So yeah. you know what I mean? That affirmation of like, okay, maybe this is something I can harp on. And so, I mean, I think that's just kind of where we landed. And I, I never thought on this day, 2020 of March, like that I'd be owning my own business like a year, a year ago. I probably didn't think that honestly, a year ago, mm-hmm. you know, okay. I was actually working a little backstory. I was working for uh, Harper's husband, Caleb. He's an accountant. He's also an entrepreneur. Um, so we're just like, like, right. We're in an entrepreneur circle over here. Um, but I was working for him at an accounting firm and he taught me a lot of good things, but it was nothing. Gracie does her bookkeeping. Uh, it was nothing yeah. that lined up with my personal passion. And so, um, we, kinda, we took the leap together. We did. I had that realization a moment of like, okay, it's time to like figure out what I want to do with my life. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to be just doing like nothing that fuels your purpose. And that's kind of where Harper like was like, all right, she was the one with the, she's a seven and I don't know if people are enneagrams, but she's an enneagram seven. So she called me one day and was like, uh, let's start our own business. And I was like, I feel like I was probably very skeptical about it. <laughs> She was, she was. And I, and I, knowing Gracie, I knew that she wouldn't be the other person that's like, oh my gosh, hey. (laughs) But also, as a, I don't, I didn't want to go into business with another seven. I wanted, I needed the person that was going to be the realist and the one that was going to like be able to look at it from a business perspective as well. So it ended up, it ended up just being a perfect collab. But I, as far as the entrepreneurship um, aspect, I am one girl. I have three brothers. Um, I'm the only girl in my family and both my parents, my mom is a painter. My dad just has appreciated design as long as I could remember when I was um, like a like teeny bopper. My dad would not let me read like Tiger Beat and all of those magazines. He would give me W and Architectural Digest. He would say, read these. If you're going to read a magazine, these are the ones worth reading. And so forever, Sweet. I feel like I, I've had... I've, I've been re- rearranging my room and making collages since since my earliest memory. So I feel like it was in me. Um, however, with, without like, I mean, my, I think my parents were just, you know, inundated with children and, and everything else. But I, I don't think anyone looked at me early on and said, you have a design eye and, and this is something that makes you happy and this is what you're good at. So I went out of state to college and um, met with my advisor and, I've always had a love of words and quotes, so we kind of ended up um, after a few other a few other majors. Actually, a few I say nine other majors because I couldn't exactly put my finger on what I wanted to do and what I was good at. And I think that's probably the story of a lot of creatives. Like they think they have to put themselves in a box, or they have to be let let me figure out a major that's going to work in the real world, and someone's going to hire me. And so I, I I you know played that game for a few years in college and went from um, just generic marketing to PR to English to um, to art and a billion other 
directions, just trying to figure out exactly what was going to serve me and my um, gifts the best. And so I think um, I, I then I worked at a church for a few years. And one day that my immediate boss was like, we need someone to create graphics. I just said, okay, I'll do it. And I had no idea what Photoshop was. I had no idea what Illustrator was and just decided that since it was something that I knew that I would love to do. And so um, I, I actually bought Photoshop for Dummies, the book. This is aging me a little bit, little bit, but this is before Skillshare. This is before all of those. And I bought the book and just like completely inhaled it and taught myself Photoshop, taught myself Illustrator and started doing graphics. Um, fast forward a couple years, I had my little girl and I took a step back from, from working in an office for a little bit. And about a year into being a mom, I knew that like the, the work was something that was just in me and that I wanted to create. Loved my little girl to death, but just knew that being at home all day, I couldn't do it. And I knew that I loved energy. I loved design. I loved creativity. And so mm -hmm. I just randomly started um, an event planning business. Um, because I knew there was energy there and I, and I, what I've realized about myself is I'm directly like, I'm super attracted to energy and to people that, um, feel excited and, you know, events, yeah. that's, that's pretty much the place where there's energy. If, if nothing else, you know, a wedding is going to have some energy. So I started <laughs> an event planning business. And what I learned from that two years of doing that is that my all time favorite moment of the entire event was that I was also doing their invitation design is when I would go to the print shop and pick pick up the invites and look at them and feel them and be so excited that the emblem on that invitation or what their koozie even looked like was my favorite part of the whole process. And yeah. so I started realizing that graphics and how an emblem or a look or a design can really translate so many things about what's happening and the unspoken that's when I realized okay like this type of design is where my heart really is at mm -hmm. um, and so I started my own business right after that just called kismet kismet designs and I loved it and it was so fun but like I said I'm like a super energy person working by yourself um, the ups and downs can can drain you and you don't have someone there having your back and saying, we did, you know, we've got it. We're going to try again. We'll do it again. We'll do it better. You're just you. And you can kind of start to look inward a little too much yes. um, and get down on yourself. So I'd, I'd run that course for about seven years. And I just, I just kind of felt like I was at, um, I just wasn't filled up anymore. And I felt like my creativity was being zapped mm -hmm. by a lot of like policy and, and, bureaucracy and things like that. And so I was, I kind of, I took about a six month hiatus and then, um, Gracie was pulling away because she wanted to do something creative. So that's, that's like what Gracie said. I called her up one day and then we just decided to, and things kind of come full circle when you like, they're supposed to happen and they're supposed to happen the right way. And that's absolutely how girl creative was formed. Like we didn't rush anything. I mean, everything was like, it fell in, like in line, like in a way that it was supposed to fall in line. And we've basically been hustling since. So like, yeah. that's a, that's, it, it's just having a business partner for us. It works. The best thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. And, and knowing that you don't need to do it by yourself. Like I think hearing both of your stories, there's two things that really stand out to me. One of them is that you're like a journey is never a straight line. Like it really does meander and pivot and you try this like, and I love Harper that you mentioned 
like just following what brought you energy. We just recorded uh, earlier today the recap for our February meetup, which is how to find your purpose in your path. And one of the biggest pieces of advice that I can give someone is just go do what's fun. Like we think we have to do things that like work shouldn't equal fun. It should equal work. And I'm like, nope, like it can be so much fun. Like you could be amazed that someone's paying you to do your favorite thing in the whole world. Right. And until you start trying in those areas, you really don't know. And then similarly, like the other part is that people think they have to do it by themselves, whether they can't trust people or especially people they're friends or family with. And I also say to that, like if you, all that matters with whoever you have on your team is that you have the communication level where you can say what's on your mind. You're not afraid to hold back. Like you know that they're a big and powerful person. So you'll say things that are uncomfortable because you know it's better to be said than to push it under the rug. And, you know, I love that you guys have this long-term relationship that kept kind of building to a point where like, okay, it's now. And like your all of your skill sets, all of your paths are coming together to really find something that like sings to you guys in a way that together you're so much more powerful than than, you know, on your own. Absolutely. And that, that's been actually really interesting to see for me that was on my own for a few years. Um, I think that there, are, I mean, what is it? There's power in numbers, but mm-hmm. I mean, I actually have felt that with Gracie, just that I feel more confident going into a meeting, going into a presentation, knowing mm-hmm. that I've got someone that that's got my back. And I mean, Cheers to all the people out there doing it by themselves because it really is, it's, it's hard and and you've got to be the one that's picking yourself up and um, it's something that I wouldn't, I mean, I love that I did it on my own for a few years because I feel like I learned a lot of lessons, but I get to take a little breather now having someone that's in it with me and is in presentations with me and um, bouncing ideas off each other and Gracie and I also, like we said, we've had a relationship for a long time, so we can also look at each other and in love and in honesty be like, that's cool, but that's not it yet. Mm-hmm. When we're doing a logo, when we're doing a graphic. And so I think that it's it's um, key for anyone looking for a partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure your values align is what I would say first. I mean, your, your gifts can be completely opposite, but I think your values and what you want out of the business and out of the company need to really align because what motivates you is what's going to keep you mm-hmm. in sync. Mm-hmm. I respect other two. I think a lot of people go into partnerships and they think that they respect that person, but then they get in one that just doesn't really work. And I think that's the biggest thing is we have so much respect. Like, yeah, we're great friends. We are. Um, but we like also just truly like respect each other yep. so much. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, I'm always going to have her back and vice versa. Absolutely. How has being two women in business together changed your perspective outside of just your business and your lives? So I think what's been interesting there is that um, I'm thankful we're doing this in the in the day that we are doing it because I do feel like there's a lot of really awesome stuff happening just around the world and our society about you know empowering women and that um, that two women together can can you know they can compete with a an industry run by complete like men it's everyone everything seems a little more equal. Um, However, I, I mean, just to be real and not just to sound like everything, you know, is sugar coated. We've, we haven't had any pushback really from men or pushback has been from some women. And that's been hard for us a little bit because 
um, if you if you followed us on Instagram or you looked at anything we do, we we're probably half and half between empowering people and design and because that's a really important thing for us and when there's um you know you've got trolls and you've got people wanting to throw negativity in the world it's really important to both of us just to from again the energy standpoint just to push out good energy and happy vibes and um if someone's scrolling their instagram and they see a billion things they wish they could be or want to be that they would come across ours and think and, and just feel something happy and positive about themselves so that's been really important to us as we build our brand um and so, I mean, I, I think, you know, we've, again, not to get too deep or too sad, but we've had a recently an Instagram created that was intentionally negative about um, our company specifically. And I think the thing that it did um, was actually make people rally around us a little more and make people lean into us and say, we love what y'all are doing, keep doing your thing. And so I think in the end, happiness and positivity wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it's a real thing though and in bullying and and people being negative when you're doing something good I think it's something that people do need to talk about so um I mean we're we're obviously we got through it it was something that was really shocking and it does hurt you just you know you feel like you're in third grade again when somebody just throws something that mean at you um but I do think that that kind of made us just really stay grounded and rooted in what our values as a business are and it made us realize that it's not only about just putting out the designs and the new logo we've done, but also putting things out there that can make people um, even, even just smile or, yeah. or feel good for a second because there is a lot of crap and a lot of people that want to be negative. I think the biggest thing is like we're both really very intentional people. Like we're genuine in everything we do, every aspect of life. And so I think that's why we've gotten some like negative hate within the past, I don't know, six weeks. Um, and it's been kind of personal. And so I think that's the biggest thing is it's like, what coveted this? Like, what did we do to, to get this to happen to us? Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest thing is it's made us, people have rallied around us, but it's also made us like, okay, we're going to just keep working our booties off and like doing what we're doing. Cause you know what? At the end of the day, this is like, we love what we do so much, but it's also like, it is our job. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is it's like, we want to please our clients and yeah, you know what, if we have a little bit of fun on Instagram and we're creative and we're happy about it. Why should anybody want to crush that? Absolutely. <laughs> be surprised. But this is, this is actually like, I'm going to share this quote because yeah, Gracie and I love um, Adam Kurtz, who is just a creative and he has some awesome books out there and he gives everything in little snippets, which Gracie and I love. And this is so applicable to right now. And it says, everyone's aware of that quote that says, love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life. Well, Adam turned it out and he said, love what you do and you'll work super hard all the time with no separation or any boundaries and also take everything extremely personally. And like, I mean, I laughed out loud when I read it, but it's so true because we're doing what, it's not just our day job. We love creating, we love uplifting people. We love design and it's part of our makeup. It's part of who we are. And so we do take it personally and we try, you know, we try to encourage each other and not to take it, you know, the nose and the, and the bad things too personally. But I also think that's what makes people um, like the passion that people have behind their job. I think that's what makes them great. So we, we won't apologize for it. And we feel like Adam Kurtz had it right. Just, it's not that you won't, you know, you'll never go to work a day in your life, but that you will pour every last bit Yeah of energy you have into what you're creating because it means so much to you. And that's definitely where Gracie and I are right now. 
Well, it breaks my, there are so many things that motivate me in this world that are because my heart breaks for someone else. And I'm like, no, that is like, there's this social justice warrior in me that like comes out when I don't always want it to. And when I hear that somebody was a bully to you guys, which I'm like, why? Like, why would you want to waste your time? And why are you trying to like, it just, it tells, it breaks my heart for you guys having to experience that, but then it, it breaks my heart more, even more for them knowing that where their life must be if they have the time, the need, the interest, or the desire to even create like this ripple effect that they have. And, and that's kind of where we were with it. You know, of course, initially when you wake up and you have all these text messages from people saying, is this account, what is this account? Is this you guys? Are y'all trying to be like is funny or what is going on? So you have initial shock and and like I said, it kind of brings you back to your like third grade self when you're just um when when everything what's that what's that um expression sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt me. And and I always laugh at that because I'm like, that's so untrue. Words <laughs> <laughs> hurt so bad. Yeah, okay. And so, I mean, Gracie and I, I think spent an hour and a half on the phone that morning, just trying to figure out and navigate through it because they, um, they just said some hurtful things, but at the end of the day we had, it was a week before we hosted a big, um, women's international women's day event. And, you know, I just told Gracie, I said, this adds con- so much context to our event yeah. mm-hmm. and that our desire and what we're doing is to empower people. And you're never, if if you're doing anything that's recognizable, you're going to have somebody be mean about it. It just is the way it is. And so um, we decided to look at it from an angle of maybe what we're doing is making a difference. Mm -hmm. And maybe the positivity we're putting out there is actually um, having an effect on some people Mm -hmm. and people are noticing it. And that's really what we want. So if somebody um, took the time to create something that was specifically targeted at us, then, then maybe what we're doing is, um, making some positive ripples and we just decided to, to let it go. And, um, and, and and just, and yeah, and just give, (laughs) give mercy to that person because they're obviously, they're obviously struggling. And so it doesn't mean that it hurt less. It just means that what we, what we, um, let it do to our, um, persona and what we think about ourselves, we just decided to let it go. But it is also what you said, like who has like, good time I mean that was the biggest thing I think is what we kind of harped on but um I mean no I think it if anything it's just it, it makes you want to work harder like, and I think we have to be we have a lot of um like girl creators and entrepreneurs that we follow on Instagram and what's been really cool is to see that a lot of them deal with this kind yeah, of stuff or not even just negativity but plagiarism yep. and um, I mean, the coolest thing is if you see something you love, give them credit for it, give them a shout yeah. out, say this was awesome. I think there is negativity absolutely involved when you put yourself out there. And I think that's just, that's just, you know, part of it. But um, it has been nice for us to see other people that we follow and inspire us yeah. deal with the same things. And we're like, you know what? It's just part of it. You got to roll with the punches and keep moving and keep doing your thing. And that's when, back to what we said earlier, um, authenticity is mm-hmm. really key. Everything we've said, everything we've done mm-hmm. is completely true to who we are. So if somebody, if we'd done something we didn't feel completely proud of, or we felt like we were impersonating or doing something and someone comes up with negativity, then you wouldn't really know what foot you had to stand on. And you would feel like, eh, well, that wasn't really us anyways. But every single thing we've done, we, we stand behind and we feel proud of. And 
all we want to do is make, you know, spread positivity and, and help people really um, connect with other people. So um, it's, it's been an interesting experience for sure. And, and one that we, if we could choose, we <laughs> would say we wish it didn't happen, yeah. but it absolutely was a growth moment for us absolutely. for sure. And it puts things into perspective. Like it makes us both think about like, what cause like we're all guilty of like saying things we shouldn't say about someone or maybe I, you know what I mean? Like harping on something that shouldn't have been harped on. And like it, I think that week we were like, okay, this makes me think twice about what's going to come out of my mouth because like any form of hate, regardless of what it is, is not, it's not cool. I mean, like that's thing. And so that was like, it, it was, and it was right and great timing with our event and like getting around a lot of women who do the same thing as me and Harper do and who do, or to do things that line up with us and just like, you know what? You need this like circle of, you need a circle of support in a field like this mm-hmm. in any field. Like everybody needs a support group. Everybody needs somebody they can call at the end of the day and be like, listen to this, what this person did to me today. You know yeah. what I mean? So that, that, that it was, it was just, it was an interesting week. And I, I think we're realizing that the more you put yourself out there, um, the more you're going to get great stuff and bad stuff. You yeah, can't, sure. you can't really filter it. And um, it's made us stronger. And I think that we're, um, We'll we'll keep doing it, and if we if we get another hater account, we'll just uh, we'll just chalk it up to the fact that we're making ripples. Yes. So you guys are obviously very busy running your new business, um, Harper. You have kids. Um, you both have families. You've got plenty of things going on. What inspired you to also create an event to celebrate International Women's Day with the women around you? Um, well, if we're being honest, we I was on. I don't know what I was on. Maybe it was like Twitter or something. And I saw, okay, International Women's Day is March 8th. And so I sent Harper a screenshot and she was like, okay, we're doing something. Cause we, in our minds, since we started our business back in July, we were like, okay, we really want to have an event. We have this park in Dalton. It's called Bear Park. Um, and we want to have an event centered here about supporting women entrepreneurs. And it was one of those things where it was like, We'll plan it. We'll plan it one day. We literally, we literally have an Evernote that says when we get time. Yes. Which is funny because it just keeps <laughs> growing. The list just keeps growing, but we haven't had a lot of time for them. And one of the things on there was help support women entrepreneurs in our area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you keep going. And so, so Gracie and I, when we started Girl Creative, we decided like that would be so cool to do a festival where the booths were only about women run businesses around our area. And that mm-hmm. was just something that we, we really felt passionate about because we think it's so cool that, I mean, we've seen the hurdles and, and just, you know, emotionally, financially, um, that it takes to really pour yourself into a new business. So we thought it'd be a cool thing to start a festival that was a yearly thing that just really um, highlighted women entrepreneurs in our area. And so that, and like I said, it went on our Evernote of when we had time and it was one of those things that Gracie and I talked about like once a week at least. We'd be like, oh, we should do that for this event. We should do it. And then Gracie texted me about um, six weeks ago and was like, Yeah, it's like a graphic or something I sent you. Like, yeah, it was like, hey, International <laughs> Women's Day is March 8th. We should do something. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's our event. There we go. It doesn't have to be a festival. It doesn't have to be something that's totally coordinated, but let's just at our office throw like, just a fun event where it's just for women and there's yeah. um, communication and collaboration and people encouraging each other. And we actually had um, a banner made that said when women got there, it said, these are the goals for the night and these are your challenges for the night. And one of our challenges was for every nice thing you think about someone there, you need to tell it to their face. And so it was, again, just a fun event that felt like it was um, 
about positivity and just mm-hmm. encouraging each other and hoping that people can make new connections and and tell each other about yeah. the struggles and whether you're a mom and you're you know doing a side hustle all the time or you're you're bored in your job and you feel like you have a passion and you mm-hmm. want to pursue it um the end just talking through that so I mean, it was a great event it was something really fun and, and hopefully we, we captured so many email addresses and so many contacts and so we're gonna um push for a big festival mm-hmm. in um early fall where those women that are there that are you know making jewelry or doing um marketing or whether they're doing makeup whatever it is we're going to do a big festival um that that really highlights all the women entrepreneurs in our area amazing I'm going to self-invite myself to that because that sounds awesome. <laughs> we would love it. We would love for you. <laughs> no, I, I mean, there's another thing that I, I'm always trying to get people to understand and do is that just reach out to the people that you are inspired and lit up about. Like when I kept seeing, I don't even know how I found your website. Like I don't even remember whether it was through Instagram or someone sent it to me, like something happened where we, I, you guys crossed my path. And I kept being like, no, like there's something about this group that I'm like, yes, yes, yes to. And then I just emailed you guys and said, whether it's powerful ladies or my clients, like we have to connect. There's something there. We had a great phone call the first time we connected. And sure enough, like I've connected you to a client of mine and now you're on the podcast. Like be brave in reaching out to the people that you want to hang out with because like there's so much amazing collaboration and support and community that can come from it. So it's like, why not just pick up the phone? Like you never know who's going to be a yes. You never know. Right. Well, that's kind of, that's another big aspect. So Grace, you and I follow so many people on Instagram that just inspire us and we think are doing great things. Mm-hmm. And like we follow Create and Cultivate yeah. and the wing. And we literally would like salivate over these accounts and be like, oh my gosh, look at that event with all these women that are creative and doing their own thing and just want to be there. Whether they just want to be there to support or they want to be there to network. And so that was something that we would like daily look at and talk about. And we were just like, you know what? We don't, we don't live in LA. We don't live in New York. We don't live in Chicago. We don't live in any of these big cities. So let's start something where we are for the women that are in our area. And we were thinking maybe 12 women yeah. would respond. And we had over 150 yeah. people. Amazing. So it, was, it was a really cool thing. And it was just one of those things where, like you said, be brave and, and be bold about it and just throw it out there. And the, the support we've had was, it was humbling and it was awesome. And it was event one of so many more to come. Absolutely. And it was such an eclectic group. Like we did have people from Atlanta and like Chattanooga is like a market that's close to us, but it also is a bigger city. And so people just like randomly showed up from there and it was like, how'd you hear about Girl Creative? And or like, how'd you hear about this event? And they just, it was, it was really cool to see. And it was just like cool to see the people like they want, they, they want this. They want a, a community that fosters this. And so, I mean, and that's the biggest thing is it gets us excited for having a festival type. Uh, in Dalton and being the hub of that. Yep. I'm so so excited that we're in a time right now where people are leaning in on what it means to be an entrepreneur and doing it. And And I love that the conversation is changing from entrepreneur means like huge startup, Y Combinator to know like you're an entrepreneur if you're doing eyebrows, let alone if you're doing a huge corporation and the fact that it doesn't matter where you are to have your entrepreneur spirit come together like they have all these cities that are like top for entrepreneurs and I'm like no like 
if you pay attention, it's happening everywhere right now. And, you know, for you guys to be doing this festival in northern Georgia, which most people aren't thinking is like a hotbed for entrepreneurship, and you have right. 150 women show up, like imagine what's happening everywhere else, like everywhere yeah. else. What do you think are other myths about entrepreneurship or entrepreneurship and innovation in the South in your region that like just isn't true based on what you see on the ground? Um, I think it would definitely be something that, like I said earlier in the podcast, that I struggled with going into um, like a field of learning in college. And, and I kind of thought that it needed to be something that fit within a box um, and something that if I fail, like you think, if I fail, at least I'll have a job if I have this degree. And I think that, that we need to kind of turn that thinking on its head and like, what's going to make you fulfilled? And what are like, whenever, what are you going to go into that if, if you failed a billion times in it, you're still happy because it's what your heart is like after and what you're pursuing. So I think the really cool thing there is like leaning into who you really are and asking if you don't know what your passions are, look to your friends, look to your parents, look to your siblings, people that are close to you and care for you and say, what do you see me get excited about? What do you think I'm good at? And I think that's a really cool thing too, because another thing that's happening in our like just world right now is Enneagram and Myers-Briggs and people wanting to know more about who they are. Mm -hmm. And so I think another big aspect of that is like, what makes you happy? What, when you're around it, whether it's, you know, clothing and helping your friends pick out an outfit that looks good on them or that you rearrange your living room 17 times a week because you like seeing it in different angles. Or if it's making dinner for your family, that a dinner that's healthy and they all enjoy or, or accounting and helping people get their finances in order, whatever it is that makes you feel purposeful. I think you have to hardcore lean into that. And so I think probably, I mean, what we deal with in the South, I mean, thankfully we're in an age where there's, just across the board in the United States, there's way less, um, you know, um, bad association with it being a woman run business. I think the thing that we're dealing with now is, is the beauty of social media is also something that can be so, um, limiting to people because they'll see someone else doing it and think, Oh God, well, she looks like this, or she does this, this way, or she does it that, that good. And then it inhibits what they think they're good at. And I think you've got to look at it the other way. Like, look at people leaning into who they are and, and empowering what makes them happy. And I think that you should look at it in ways that all these people are successful with it. And if this is what my passion is, and this is what I'm truly being um, like called to, then you just lean in and you do it. And, and also platforms like Instagram and, and Wix. And there's so many places out there now that for a really small investment, you can try out mm -hmm. what you want to do. Yeah. And, and push it out there. And so many people are so pro collaboration right now that reaching out to people that you think are in a similar field and might give you a shout out and what, what can we work together to do this with? I would just hope that um, people feel that empowered to lean into what they're passionate about and, and be able to start something because you never know until you try. And you would, I mean, what's that quote rather like you'd rather try and fail than fail to try. Yeah. And, and I, we totally feel that. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, if, if something doesn't work, at least we tried. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And not putting it on the back burner. I think that was like, personally, I mean, just speaking from personal experiences, like I was like, I'll do this in 10 years. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I'm only 23 years old. Like I'll start my own business. Like when I'm, 
more, you know, well Har- off Harper's in, age. Well off. <laughs> no, but just like well off in society, and like I don't have any debt and all this stuff. You know what I mean? And so I think that's the biggest thing is it's like if you're a hard worker and you know what you want to do, like do it. I mean, and that's the biggest thing. And yeah, our field of like business is like we didn't take a lot of risk on like we didn't like we didn't we're not starting a restaurant we didn't have to like build out you know a kitchen mm-hmm. and, like, take on like a loan or anything so I think that's the biggest thing is just like be smart about what you're doing and if you're a hard worker like it'll come it, it'll fall into place like, but if it, if it is food that's your passion if yeah. it is cooking that's your passion start a new kitchen yeah absolutely I mean Instagram's free just push it out there and and just keep going with it because the cool thing is if you're truly passionate about it and it's really part of who you are, that energy we were talking about earlier and kind of the vibes you push out there, people recognize that and yeah. people, people are attracted to it. And if you're not doing it just to become, you know, Instagram fame or something, if you're doing it because it's truly part of who you are, then there's an authenticity that pushes through and, and people are attracted to it. Yeah. It, there's, um, we're working on a, a course right now that's going to like help people get, like find what makes them their own unicorn. And like unicorns are the thing that followed me before they were a thing. Like I have a tattoo if you guys can see it. Um, oh, I so I can do this. Right. Um, yeah. but it's like, I really believe that there's this unique combination that's you. So even if you see all these people on social media or Instagram that, are also cooking and they, they're all about food. There's a space for you because your skills, your experience, your unique culture, your take on it, even just your voice is going to be something that someone's waiting for. And I'm such a firm believer that if you're not doing what you know you um, are either called to do or you're not using up all of you to do something, like the world's missing out, not just you, but like the whole world. So how can we get everyone feeling safe to be brave and like go play in those spaces that keep calling to you because there's something there. And like you said, there's no pressure to make it this huge investment or the significant thing. Like just start, try it out, see what happens, like show it to a few friends, like you can keep building up. And you know, in the in the one course I do called Going from Creative to Entrepreneur, I tell people like, don't worry about the business plan. Don't worry about knowing how it's going to work. Like, just start and just yeah. see what shows up. Like, yeah. it's part of the reason why I love listening to um, How I Built It. Like, I'll never forget yeah. from Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams when she's talking about how much she didn't know, even know about making ice cream, but she just wanted to do it anyway. And I think yeah. that sometimes it's such a benefit to know nothing about what you're starting because yeah. then you don't know what you what you should know so there's no there's like less barriers to getting into it and the last comparison in comparison is like kind of it's the killer of individuality mm-hmm. and when you compare yourself so much to what other people that you think you're supposed to be like are then any originality that you could bring to the table is squashed because you think they're not doing it and so I think that that was a big part when Gracie and I um, started Girl Creative is we wanted to do something fun and different. And that's, we play a lot with mixed media and just have fun with it. And, yeah. and it's not just, uh, I mean, we're all about a good shot of someone drinking a beautiful latte with like foam art. We're all about it. We love it. I want, I want, I love foam art, but we just wanted to do something that felt a little more true and original to who we were. Mm-hmm. And had so much fun with it and I think that if you are looking at other people and trying to copy it or 
fit yourself into what someone else's passion is that you're going to miss it. Yeah. Definitely. So I'm very curious about where the inspiration for what girl creative is from a creative perspective is. Cause like when I look at your stuff, I see some of my favorite inspirations, which are like gem and the holograms and sassy magazine from like the, the, the mix of eighties and nineties, like throw it all together, like girl rock and roll. Um, where did that, what's that? We may have the fact that I'm an 80s baby and Gracie's is a 90s baby. Yeah. <laughs> we probably yes. have that. And honestly, I have been, I'll, re- I'll, I'll again age myself. I'm a huge Lisa Frank fan. Like, yes. Yes. This is why we're friends. Forever. <laughs> like, any, give me everything iridescent, everything holographic. Show me all the pinks, all mm-hmm. the purples, the colors together. And, and what is so interesting is that Gracie is my tone on tone friend. She's yes. my like, yeah. The one that so perfectly uses mustard yellows and golds <laughs> and knows how to perfectly put those together. And so, but she has personality that is like spunk out of this world. So we've mm-hmm. really varied our two styles together yeah, a lot yeah. in that. And they've, they've been so complimentary, but we definitely like to put something out there. Like we said, that if you're just scrolling on Instagram, yeah. you would see it and you would smile. Absolutely. Yeah. And that that's kind of been our inspiration behind it. And um, Gracie's sister is like a phenomenal photographer. And yes. so it, what's been so fun too is because we've definitely needed photographs because when we were building our whole website, we were building our entire brand. We decided we didn't want to just be walking down a really cute street laughing as mm-hmm. our as our pictures. We wanted to do something a little more fun and a little and a little different. Mm-hmm. That um, and so we said we just need really like high quality photos that we can change the background of and we can put fun things behind it. And so Gracie's sister was like, I'm game, I'll do it. And so we've we've been lucky enough to have a photographer that um we work with well. that we work with well that, that only charges us a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my favorite employees. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. She tells when you're okay, that face doesn't look good. You need to make it a Yeah, and she's <laughs> thank goodness, <laughs> right? <laughs> Biggest fan and our biggest critic when we're doing photo Mm -hmm. shoots. Um, But I think, again, back to just what we've said the whole time, our Instagram really, like, I think if you hung out with um, the two of us, you would, you would feel like we were Instagram, which was what we wanted. We didn't, we didn't want it to look like crazy polished and perfect and, and like very structured. We wanted it to be fun and uplifting and exciting and, kind of um, just play on things that we love, which, yeah. are, which are colors and happiness. And, and content creation. I mean, we offer that we do that. And so it's like, yeah, we can do content creation <laughs> and we're creative with it. You know what I mean? And whether that fits, you know, you're, if you're a str- more like business-like business or if you're a fun business, like we can, there's a balance between the two. Yeah. I'll ask Jordan to make a note so she, we can cut this out, but I have to show you the colors of my current, like, clearly I'm also oh, 80s. Like what? <laughs> yeah. No, we look so much and like we see that our girl creative color. Harper's deserted me. Look at my like my phone. I know. Like, you'll purple. see this because yes. we're both we're both iridescent. Yes. When I'm like usually when it's right now we're like green. So okay, wait. Here, <laughs> I'm gonna have to send you an email of this brand that I just found called Kurt Geiger. Do you, oh, do you no. know who that is? Yes. Uh, some of my favorite shoes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, I found him recently. I ordered yes. like mass quantities of stuff with all the rainbows on them. Yeah. But one of the colors that's like we say is our girl creative color is this like kind of like neon yellow green. 
And it's because it's so vibrant and yeah. so happy and it actually yes. is. It's, <laughs> it's Pantone 338. Yeah. No, we, like, we like love it so much, but it's because the cool thing is I feel like that Pantone represents where Gracie and I meet yeah. because it's vibrant, but it's also a green. Yes. So we've yeah. got a neutral, we have a neutral part of it and also a vibrancy part of it. And, and yeah. that's been just such a color that it is purple and grace's color it is it's our <laughs> color that we go to when all else fails that's our that's yes. our baby no, and the, the biggest struggle we're having with the brand identity for for my new coaching website is that I'm like how do I mix the fact that I love the sparkles and the iridescence and the off the wall like pizzazz of things but I also come from a background of working in very serious corporate things and like skateboarding I'm like how can I marry Lisa Frank and skateboarding and still look like a professional <laughs> There's a way. That's, you know what? That we we just want to help you there because we like. I feel like that it's such an interesting thing because our clients come to us, and I mean, we have clients that are realtors and mm -hmm. law firms yeah, and, churches. and churches. Yeah, things that can't be as as poppy as the colors we want to use are. But the fun thing about it is that if you look kind of the meaning of colors and why people are attracted to them, it's the feel of them, right? It's yes. not like it's what that color brings like when, when your brain processes the color what does that mean so it's a fun thing we can kind of start decoding and breaking down the meanings of colors and yeah. why they're there and then you kind of go from that that base which also is another thing that grace and i are super passionate about which is color theory and and what they mean and um we have a lot of favorite graphic designers we follow and people that we look up to that we've just kind of, we've learned from and we yeah. really listen mm -hmm. to listen to a billion podcasts and read so many books because we're just trying to like hone in on our craft a lot. And um, we do want to be true to what we're offering our clients and make sure that even though this is a passion that there, there is an art to it. And we want to make sure that we're, um, we're delivering what we promise. And so yeah. we're really passionate about reading everything we can listening to all the podcasts and we follow so many blogs and so many sites and they're just looking at all the ways that um like digital marketing and logos and brand mm -hmm. identity through huge corporations are changing and we like to we like to stay current too yeah so one of my um i'm a big passion passionate person about strength finder i don't know if you guys have taken those tests but like my number one strength is learning and i realized that i had to make sure that i included in my you know official work hours it, the ability to follow blogs and learn and like read the books and I'm a total book nerd. So how do you guys build in your capacity to stay current and do that research and learn within everything else you have in a regular like to-do list with your business? Well, so what we've realized is that that actually is something that when you're being creative, you're giving so much of your soul and who you are into every project. Mm -hmm. And there's also this demand, like it, it's hard to be creative on a timeline. Mm -hmm. And so what we've realized is that we really do have to create a window in our schedule that is just for us to breathe and to yeah. pour into the things that we love and to read the books and listen to the podcast and search the blogs because um, you, it's almost like kind of that love bank people have talked about, like it can get empty. And so that's been something that's been, um, that as we grow, we've, it's been a challenge and we're kind of at the point now where we're like, yeah. you know what, we've probably got to hire someone because we, we don't want to just be like 
putting things out there and getting things done immediately and checking off to-do lists. We want to be mm-hmm. really proud of what we've done and we want to feel like what we like we're uh, treading water or like treading water. We don't, we don't want to feel that way. I mean, yeah. we're so we're, we're pumped about our growth and we're so excited, but we also want to make sure that we're really proud of all the designs we put out there. And that part of that is just as a creative person, you need, you a lot of the times you can look inward for things, but you've got to look outward too. Yeah. And so we need to, we want to have our finger on the pulse of what's happening in design and, and with typography and with colors. And so I think time management is a struggle of ours right now, just trying to figure it out as um, two people yeah. that are gaining, a, you know, I feel like our heads are down constantly and working. Not that it's a bad thing. It's a great thing. Like we truly are loving every single second of it. But yeah, there's a time where you got to lean into like, okay, I've kind of had a moment to feel like I'm creative and I'm being like uplifted. And like, there's so much that we can bounce off of each other, but there's also a point of where you have to like be in your own headspace about it. And I think that's the biggest thing is like, and I mean, you know this, like if you don't grow with your growth, then there is no growth. I don't know if that's put correctly, but that's absolutely true. You know what I mean? Like you have to grow in the right direction with what's going on or like, it's not going to succeed. And I think that's what we're, you know, doing right now. And, um, and the crazy thing is we're, we're those weird nerds that are really passionate about like kerning and what's going on in typography. We were like, right. I mean, (laughs) we, we, we love so much everything about the current trends. And like, we're recently learning about Didonis and how it's a new font trend. And we're, I mean, we love stuff like that. We geek out over it. We send each other a billion Instagrams and we're not with each other about what's happening in design, um, which actually just kind of farther lets us know that what we're doing is what we're supposed to be doing because Mm -hmm. it's not, it's it's not something that it's a job. We get so excited about learning about the field we're in, yeah. um, and it's 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 just real really nice and to realize that what you're doing is what you are meant to be doing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's it makes all the other stress that comes with being an entrepreneur like settle down. Like if the yeah. only stress that we have is you know, the financial stress of making it all work. There's this peace of mind that comes with like not doing someone else's to-do list, not having to do work that seems silly or redundant. And like, just being able to like, know like everything I'm doing is aligned with what matters to me and what I'm committed to. It's a different level of peace of mind that like, I just want everyone to feel because when you're in that space, you realize like, oh, it's all possible. Like all of it is. Absolutely. When you guys hear the word power or words, powerful ladies, what does it mean to you? What does it make you think of? And, you know, does powerful ladies combined mean something different to you than those words on their own? I think that I feel like I harped on this a lot, this podcast, but I really think authenticity and and not being afraid of who you are is the thing for me that, that resonates the most with powerful ladies because I think there's so many things that um, a woman's supposed to be and we're, you know, we're yeah. supposed to look like and, and the role we're supposed to take, you know, you, we've all seen those things that, you know, joke about that you're supposed to um, be skinny, but also make this perfect meal and, and, and like the Pinterest mom and this, and there's a billion things that we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I, for me, a powerful lady would be someone that's authentically them and whatever mm-hmm. that means to them. And the cool thing is I've thought about this just in my personal life where uh, like I'm, I might not, 
you know, mesh well with someone and they might not be a best friend of mine, but I can respect them because they're authentically them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's something that's need that just people need to be, just be you. And, yeah. and then everything else will fall into place because at least you're true to who you are and you're not having to edit and change based on social stereotypes or what someone expects of you. And mm-hmm. so um, I can remember seeing on like the front of like Cosmo and stuff when I was little that in your thirties are the be- the happiest years of your life and things like that. And I, and I, I feel a little bit like, wow, I'm, I must be super stereotypical because I feel that so much mm-hmm. that I'm finally leaning into who I really am and I'm doing what I love and I'm unapologetic, unapologetically myself. Um, and that, that, that's a really cool place to be. Um, and I feel like I honed in on what, what my gifts are and, and what I love to do. And I think that's also why it feels so important to me to push other people to love themselves and to be authentically them because you waste so much time trying to be what other people think you're supposed to be or what you think you're supposed to be. And back to our Instagram, that's what we really try to put out there is just happiness and and leaning into you and and tips that can help people where they're at and not make people feel like they have to be something that they're not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think so well like and and Harper as herself too she is one of those people that you meet her and you are like okay this she's real she's authentic and she wants the best for whatever I'm doing in life and I think that's the biggest thing is I come from a family of four women I mean granted including my mom and so it was like we I was surrounded by a lot of estrogen and hormones growing <laughs> up so I know what a part you know what I mean like and that's the biggest thing is women are like by what's the word like by nature. by nature they're just a little more more dramatic and like they lean into like things we're intense we're we love intensely we feel it <laughs> and like there's parts of me that I'm like my sister and Harper even says like you're just trying to play this cool like you're pushing <laughs> it off your back I'm like but no and it, I think that's the biggest thing is just like lean into who you are and like be be real and like mm-hmm. whatever that is about you and I think that that is what makes a powerful woman and people notice that. Like people know, I don't care who you are, you know, when you meet someone that's authentic. And mm-hmm. so I think the biggest thing is just like going back to like what you, you've said, like you've said this a few times and I think you're living, you, I know you are living like what you're preaching and like, that's like fuel your passion. And I think that's like our biggest, like that, that is kind of like feeling right? people's passion. And I think you can, it's, very obvious when someone is themselves yeah and it's, and it's attractive and and the cool thing is that we're all made differently and so we don't need to try to be someone else be yourself and yeah. and that's such a cool unique thing to you and that makes you have have worth and you have identity because you're you and so i i I have a, I have an eight year old daughter and that's like all, all I want for her is just for her to lean into who she mm-hmm. is and to follow what makes her happy. And, um, I just, I hope for a world that we continue in this trend of leaning into yourself and being proud of who you are, because, um, it's like, it's like I said, I hope it doesn't, it, I hope it doesn't take Penelope till she's 30 yeah. something to realize self-confidence can be a hard, or I mean, not even that saying me and Harper even have like nailed down self-confidence. I think, we I, think that, I think that that's a day struggle day. that all women deal with always. Is self-confidence. I mean, but I think it is a thing that like, if you are doing something that you're proud of, you have to like, you have to know some of that to like to continue to do it every single day. You know what I mean? And so like, yeah, there's struggles we both have daily where we 
like at just being a woman. You know what I mean? Like, we, like we are really, really like. I think I would never criticize another woman, but like I'm the harshest critic of myself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. What I say to myself, I would never say. I mean, we're even getting into a completely different conversation now. But I would never it's say true. it about another woman. The things I say about myself, and so it's like, you know what I mean? Like, why would you not be? the biggest fan and that you have people in your life like my husband and like people in my corner my, my family you know what I mean like you they're like you know what I mean you need those people that lift you up but I'm just saying like being a woman is why are we so hard on ourselves I don't know yeah. <laughs> even when Paltrow, I listened to something I was watching her goop uh thing on Netflix and she said that about herself and it's really yeah. she said something about like being like a harsh critic of herself and I'm like what the hell went in yeah <laughs> You're going to Falcro. Like, why are why yeah. you curse yourself out? <laughs> so it's like every single woman in the, in the world deals with this. Yes, Oprah, Beyonce, Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> Reese Withers. Like, keep going to the list. Dolly Parton. It's like, yes, yes, yes. I know. I got. I'm a patriarchal person, so I got off on a completely different um, rant. But no, that was great. It was a good rant. <laughs> <laughs> With all that you guys have going on, what are you doing to take care of yourselves and like keep, you know, not just sane, but happy and have the energy you need to bring to your clients and to your work? Hmm, we are practicing. I mean, I think the biggest thing is Harper kind of got on this earlier, like time management. We're figuring that out. Like that's the biggest thing is we are like, we have a lot of work on our plate right now and we are loving every second of it. So like we're trying to figure out, or we're not trying to figure out, we are time managing. But also there's a point of like mental health's a real thing. Like you have to have time. You can't work, you can't work till nine o'clock every night. You can't work on Saturdays every night. And um, there's going to be some eye rolls from like our husbands and stuff. Cause we are constantly working. Like yeah. that's the thing. And it's like, but we love it. Um, but I think just the biggest thing is, is like we both, we practice, like I, like an outlet. I, like we both use a gym as an outlet. We both like she, Harper is a podcast, like, any podcast in the world, she can tell you about it. I, so I think that's one of her outlets. It, 100%. I put my my AirPods in and I just like can hone out like completely everything. Everything yeah. goes away and I'll just fold laundry or something. But yeah. it feels like a moment for me. So cute. Um, but what was funny is when we were actually, we kind of looked at the questions that you gave for this podcast and it said, what are your hobbies outside of your hustle? <laughs> and we laughed. We were like, you know what's funny? Like, we don't have any because our right now we're so in an early phase that mm-hmm. even all, like we send each other stuff all weekend, all yeah. weekend long. We're like, oh my gosh, what about this? Or who's, you know, like th- this would be great for this client. And the thing is, what's cool back to just kind of our passion is that, I mean, while we do need to probably unplug a little bit more, but we're just still in the early days that our husbands and our families know that that's what we're loving and, and they're, they're helpful with it. Like my husband will even send me things. It's like, yeah. Oh, Harp, I think you'd like this or look how cool this was. And Gracie's husband does it too. Um, yeah. He was like earlier, he was like, you want me to give you this cup or like a Yeti cup? He's like, it'll help y'all sound quality for the podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so he's a little bit of a nerd, but like they're invested. And I think that's the biggest thing. And I think too, we're again, it's back to how we were saying how we got to know each other. We've known, we've known each other out of business for so long mm-hmm. that we can tell if the, if the other one, if one of us walks in and is off, Oh, the other one know. knows it. We're like, what's up? What's going on? What's happening? And so, I mean, we'll we'll remove ourselves from work and just, you know, have an hour long chat yeah. at the office and try to figure it out and help each other just be people. Yeah. Um, 
And then Gracie's also super flexible, which is wonderful for me because as a working mom, I'll be like, okay, one of my kids is sick. They have a stuffy nose. They can't go to school. Come to my house. And Gracie will. So it's, it's just, it's been a great partnership. Yes. Um, we definitely are looking more towards trying to figure out these boundaries because as we grow, we know that um, there are going to be things that this in this season are working that won't work as we grow. So I think we're, um, I mean, we're looking to hire someone. We're looking to kind of, um, Gracie always says to me, work smarter, not harder, which is like such her business mind she has that I do not. I am back to that. Um, no, she has a the strength <laughs> test you heard, I have yes. all it was it was it was 10% mercy and empathy and there was nothing else the person that did my strength test when I, I worked at a church and they came and did it and we're like we've never seen anything like this you have all mercy you don't have anything else and <laughs> everyone sucks no, I'm yeah, but I, so Gracie is my perfect counterpart in in that that she is she helps me be reminded that that there, there is a shutting off point. Well, we both there push is. like uh, boundaries for each other. I think that's the biggest thing. Is like, I'm not an eight. I don't even know the enneagram. I don't even know what I am on an enneagram. Gracie's a Gracie is I'm a medley. She's a medley. But I do have a tendencies of like, I will respect you like in everything. But there is like, there's a balance of like figuring out like yes and no. And I think that's the biggest thing is like, we are Harper's such a yes man. I know. So <laughs> People will take advantage of that. And I'm like, Harper, so you got to be a no man. <laughs> we just, when we look back on our journey and, and knowing each other, we realize that there was definitely like, we're, we're both Christians and we really feel like that God kind of orchestrated oh, all of absolutely. it and, and put us in each other's lives for so many different um, seasons of life. And that this was just, um, it was kismet. It was I don't kismet. know if you know what that means, but that yeah. was Harper's that was my first business thing was Kismet Designs because I love I I'm an etymology nerd and I love love everything with words and so um, even though Kismet was my past business this business it is truly Kismet it's, yeah. it's actually worked out really well. I love that. We ask everybody on the Powerful Lady Scale, so like each of you to answer individually where you put yourself on the scale. Uh, zero being average everyday human and ten being super powerful lady. How do you feel today, and how do you feel on average? Oh gosh, I feel like we're both speechless on this. Just because it's a hard thing to answer about yourself, you know what I mean? I think every day that we're, I'm trying to be more of a powerful lady every single day. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. like, I'm not a 10. You know, there might be a day where I feel like a zero. But like, I think as a whole, girl creative is doing pretty freaking good. And so I'm You have to answer, wait, but you have to answer for just for you. Just for me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, do you like want a legit monetary number? Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm seven, maybe like trying to just like I'm not like I thought like it is like a neutral number in a sense, but like we are like absolutely like every day. I'm like I wake up and I'm like I cannot believe that I'm on this. I'm 24 years old and like we are doing like and not. Not even just just like success is not monetary like yeah. you know what I mean and that's the biggest thing is it's like we are just successful in like what we're doing because we're honing into it and so I think that's the biggest thing is mm -hmm. but there's also growth there and I feel like I, I I can't wait to see where girl creative and Gracie Krajewski is in a year from now um so maybe a year from now I'll be a 10 but like right now I'm I don't know what that says about myself giving myself a seven what are you gonna say I'm really eager to say <laughs> I feel like 
Um, <laughs> I, I honestly, and if you knew me personally, you would know that I have moments of one to 10 every day. Um, I feel like um, some moments, like being on this podcast, I'm hell yeah, I'm a 10. I feel really <laughs> proud. And it makes me feel proud of what Gracie and I have accomplished and everything that um, my entire career journey, like you said, there's ups, there's downs, there's a billion mm -hmm. things, but I feel like I've landed in a place that I'm proud of and a, and a company that Gracie and I are building that I'm really proud of. However, um, in, in my day-to-day -day life, I have moments where I'm a total one because I miss a kid's conference because I forgot that Gracie and I had a meeting. And then at the same time, we get a bomb email from a client that was upset with something we did. And an hour later, we get an email from a client that's pumped about something we did. So I feel like legitimately, I'm such a feeler. So in every single day, I have a one moment and I have a 10 moment. Yeah. Um, and I thank you for providing a 10 moment for me today because this was such a fun podcast to do. I agree. And I'm like, like Gracie, I'm the, I'm the biggest fan of podcasts ever. So this is my first one to actually be a guest on and I'm really excited. About it. <laughs> well, I am honored, totally honored. Um, as we're wrapping up, is there anything else that you would like the women and men listening to know about you, what you're up to, or just what you think is a good message that they need to hear today? I think just, I'll say something in Harper can harp off a little bit. I feel like we said the word harp a lot too. I feel like it's okay. I, I feel like you're using my name as a verb. Oh, <laughs> but, I mean, the biggest thing is like, like you keep doing you. I know that might sound like millennial of you, but like, like lean into the good. And I think that like our whole world needs to hear that right now. And um, I mean, that's my words of wisdom for this Sunday afternoon. But <laughs> I think I'm gonna, I'll just kind of like, capitalize on what Gracie's saying is what we've said a hundred times is just be authentic. And I, and I so much in my life, um, didn't really lean into who I was. I was trying to do something that I felt like was expected of me or what I, um, what was going to like, um, you know, be the best monetary wise and, and just kind of what was going to be socially acceptable. Um, um, or, or that, and then, and then when I would think, ooh, I want to be this creative, I'm like, I'm not that creative. I'm not that good. Yeah. I, I can't do it. I'm not, I wasn't classically trained. I wasn't this or that. And I, I think my biggest advice would be that you have the gifts that are in you because of, a, because that's you. And I think you lean into what you feel passionate about because whether you're classically trained at, you know, a great art institute or you doodled your whole life and put collages all over your wall. Like that is something that brought you joy and you went into what brings you joy because that's what you're going to be good at. I love it. Thank you guys so much for being a yes to the Powerful Ace podcast. Thank you for all that you are and your energy and passion and your diligence to not just your business, but to the people in your community and making sure that everyone gets to rise together. So thank you for all of that. Of course. Thanks, Kara. How fun are these ladies? This is another example to go out and find your people. And when you do, go introduce yourself. You never know what can come of it. I am so proud of them and their business and how they're approaching their game of entrepreneurship, let alone what they're doing for their own local community and fellow entrepreneurs. To connect, support, follow, or hire Harper, Gracie, and Girl Creative, 
You can find them on Instagram at underscore girl underscore creative. Visit their website, girlcreative.co. And we have options for their Facebook, their emails, and everything else in our show notes at thepowerfulladies.com forward slash podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this new episode of the Powerful Ladies podcast. If you're a yes to Powerful Ladies and want to support us, you can subscribe to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Make sure to give us a five-star rating and leave a powerful review on Apple Podcasts. You can also be one of our Patreons for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com forward slash powerful ladies, where you can get access to exclusive content that we're making just for you. Follow us on Instagram at powerful ladies and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page. And of course, visit our website, thepowerfulladies.com for all the latest news, details, and updates. I'd like to thank our producer and audio engineer, Jordan Duffy. Without her, this wouldn't be possible. You can follow her on Instagram at Jordan K. Duffy. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, I hope we're taking on being powerful in your life. Go be awesome and up to something you love. This episode of The Powerful Ladies is made possible by our Patreon subscribers. Did you know that for as little as $1 a month, you can support this podcast? You can send us love, tell us that you want more. You can support all of our events and all that we're doing in the world to fulfill on our full circle of empowerment. It starts at $1 a month. That's less than the coffee you're drinking a day. And there's so many more levels that give you more bonuses and fun things and behind the scenes information. So go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash powerful ladies and support us today. Thank you in advance.